Wise leaders always put the good of their own people and their own country first. The future does not belong to globalists. The future belongs to patriots. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back. Welcome back to to the show and get ready for an absolutely high energy passionate episode 17 of Patriots vs. Globalists. And I'm your host. You know, recently I just thought about this about about me hosting. You know, you guys have watched thousands of ep- episodes of the show. You've um shared it to your friends. You've heard the promos. You've seen us on different websites. But you've never get had a name for me, the host. Unlike our fantastic, sometimes co-host, the irreplaceable good old man in the yellow hat. So you could just call me PVGH. Or just PVG. I don't mind. But I figured, you know, have you guys put a face to the voice. But anyway... That really doesn't matter. What does matter is this. For today's episode, we're going to be discussing something that's been going on for probably the last five or six years. Um, In total, probably the last 20 years, but in the last five or six, things have really ramped up. And... That's the transgender ideology in school, in schools, in society, in media, basically wherever you look. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And it's definitely going to be something that you're not going to want to miss. I encourage everybody to listen through. So friends, buckle in. Keep your head held up high and let's get started. So friends, compassion. Let's talk about compassion for a brief moment. Because compassion is a good thing. I always try to be nice. I always try to be fair to others around me. And I know, and I know probably 99% of you are the same way. But my mother always told me too much of a good thing is harmful. And that's where we're at in this transgender movement. Now, just yesterday, public enemy number one, Woke Disney, announced that rather than using Hello Boys and Girls at their theme parks for announcements and, and press releases and ride introductions, among other things, they will change it to... Himself, they self, Xerzem, whatever ridiculous things these mentally ill people call themselves. And various other leftist organizations are following. You have doctors in New York going on Twitter and saying men can get pregnant. You have leftist politicians referring to women as birthing people. You have schools letting biological men into girls' bathrooms. And famously, a few weeks ago, Leah Thomas, a male swimmer 
who I put in air quotes, identifies as a woman, as a woman destroyed women's, women's swimming and annihilated every record and, and uh, won the gold medal. Friends, compassion is well and good, but when it starts to usurp biological reality and start putting our kids and our families at risk, that's, that's when it becomes a problem and that's when we need to stop. Now, the science behind the transgender movement, some of you may not know this. There's a lot to talk about and I won't go through all of it here. We could go back to the 1970s with pedophile gender theorist John Money who convinced, who believed that there were multiple genders, who convinced the, the boy that he was supposed to be taken care of to have sex with his brother, mutilated him and cut off his genitalia, and about a decade and a half later, the boy killed himself. So yeah, John Money was an absolutely disgusting, abominable waste of a life. And you should read about him because it really, it's interesting stuff, even though it makes you sick to your stomach. But I'm not talking about that today. You guys could look that up on your own and have a bucket with you when you puke because it's really evil stuff. But what I'm going to focus on today is this, that what what these transgender researchers, and I put the term researchers in air quotes because... Listen, these are people who've always, who, who, who are leftist activists. They go to leftist colleges. They get useless leftist degrees that mean, mean as much sense as me being nine feet tall and dunking a basketball. And friends, I'm definitely not nine feet tall. And I'll never be able to dunk a basketball. <laughs> I ain't no Sha- Shaquille O'Neal over here. But jokes aside, that's basically what it is. Um, these people go to these weird leftist gender schools, leftist courses, and they're fed all fed the same batch of of nonsense. And, and, and regrettably, they all go into a lot of these people. I don't know if it's if it's that they connect better to kids, or, or if there's pedophilic undertones to it or probably a mix of both but regrettably a lot of these people become children's researchers a lot of these people become pediatricians a lot of these people become preschool teachers and administrators in schools and if you follow the twitter account libs of tiktok it's fantastic you get to i don't know her me and her aren't affiliated But if she listens to this, hey, I don't know your name, but you do a fantastic job. So, guys, what Libs of TikTok is, it's this woman who posts basically the craziest, woke, absolutely mentally ill leftist Twitter uh, TikToks. Um, I'm not a media guy. I don't know what it's called. But basically, they're like little short videos of just these absolutely woke, liberal, leftist morons acting like fools 
Anyway, it's really great. You should check it out. But basically, the whole transgender belief comes comes down to this. And this is what these woke teachers and woke educators and woke Twitter users and and woke and mentally ill Democrats use. So, 99% of babies are born biologically male and female. Unfortunately, and this is a real thing, there's a condition known as intersex. Now, what that means is, that's, that happens maybe one in 1,000 births, one in 10,000 births, something crazy like that. I don't have all the numbers here. But what it is is this. Um, maybe a boy is born with, the, a baby boy is born with uh, the formation of breasts. Or a, a girl has too much testosterone. Or in the rarest of cases that nearly never happen, but it has. But like I said, in exceedingly rare times, a child is born with both a penis and vagina. Now, this intersex thing, it's a real thing, unlike transgenderism. These people have a real illness. These people are biologically... A little bit screwed up. And maybe they have surgery to remove the, the organs they don't want. And live however they do. So that's a real thing. But because there is such a minuscule part of the population that deals with this. The mentally ill, often Frankfurt School descended, unfortunately Jewish professors and woke educators believe is because of this this rare phenomenon that it automatically means that human gender and human sexuality is fluid. And friends, let me just say this. If I had a table with a broken leg, that doesn't mean that all tables have broken legs. Just because you have this small little fraction of the population that experiences a legitimate medical issue, that doesn't mean the rest that <coughs> that doesn't mean it applies to everybody else. And that's what they go by. And that's what gets pushed to your kids, your brothers, your sisters, for you younger folks your grandchildren, your nieces, your nephews, your grandnieces, your grandnephews. And it's absolutely horrible. So friends, there you have it. There you have it. This is a belief system. This is, this, this is not science. This is transhumanist, uh, neo-Marxist, gobbledygook. And... You know, I, I, I've never been a violent person. You know, I've always had the philosophy in my own personal life, live and let live. You know, as long as what you're doing doesn't harm me, I don't want to hurt anybody. I, I've always been a live and let live type of person. But unfortunately, things are, things 
have been headed towards destruction. And so many of our children, so many of our brothers, so many of our sisters, so many of our nieces and nephews are now being infected with, with this ridiculous and non-scientific ideology. What happened was about 20 years ago, when all this stuff started becoming mainstream, you have these, these teachers of kids in preschools, kids in first, second, third grade. And these teachers aren't very old. They're, you know, I'd say the majority are probably from mid-20s to early 30s. So they're all, and so many of these teachers, most, mostly they're women, but there's a few men sprinkled in there, but I, I'd say it's mostly women. And what ended up happening is, is about 15, 20 years ago, when, these, when, when they were teens, um, maybe they were beaten as kids. Most likely what happened is, is that they were sexually assaulted as children and developed a, a hatred for their body. I've, I've, I've spoken, I've done interviews with different people who, who are now pretty mentally disturbed because of being sexually assaulted as kids who, who feel this way. But anyway, these people were either were sexually assaulted as kids, they were bullied, they were, they were beaten, they had bad acne, they were into musical theater, and they were in left, leftist environmental groups. Maybe, maybe they liked anime or, or something different from the mainstream. So these kids, you know, these kids were outcasts. And outcasts stick together. So what happened was, is this is when, you know, about 10, 15 years ago, I'd, I'd say it was the height of the internet. That was the height of old YouTube, the height of old Twitter, the height of old Reddit. And these kids, some of them met, met together and, uh, and, and got indoctrinated that way. But the majority of these kids... You know, they felt like outcasts. So they got groomed by these by these already mentally ill transgenders. And then they meet in person. And, you know, a lot of these kids and these teachers, these kids became these woke, mentally ill, disturbed teachers who are teaching non-scientific-based gender ideology in these schools. Which is why it's so fantastic that you know, he's no Donald Trump. No one will ever be Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the cream of the crop. He's the best in leading our America First movement. But Ron DeSantis is a close second. And that's why his parental rights and education bill, it doesn't do enough, to be honest. But it, it's a good start somewhere. It, it bans this, this nonsense from our most vulnerable ch- children. Our kindergartners, our first graders, our second graders, our third graders. And, you know, th- this stuff is so, so out there now that ki- the same thing that happened to these woke teachers is happening to our kids. They're going online, they're, they're meeting, meeting weird, mentally disturbed people, and they're becoming indoctrinated into the ideology. And friends, this, this has to stop. 
because it's dangerous, it's harmful, it's against the natural order, but worst of all, it's child abuse. Now, one of the most dangerous things that these LGBTQ researchers slash gender theorists slash educators push is the idea of puberty blockers. And they, they seem to claim, one, it's completely immoral. They give puberty blockers to kids to avoid their puberty if they feel transgender. It's a ridiculous concept in itself. But they claim that it's safe to give children these puberty blockers and that they're completely reversible. I'm here, here to tell you that that's completely wrong. A 2020 study noted that children who took puberty blockers exhibited significantly less bone density than their peers. It causes stunted growth in height and puts them at greater risk for bone, bone conditions such as osteoporosis and, and, and bone fractures. Now, these drugs do way more than give children time to pause to consider their gender identity. They also have side effects, including sterility, increased risk of heart disease, and increased risk of cancers, and psychoactive effects due to these blockers messing with hormones that affect the brain. Children can't provide the meaningful informed consent for these things. And even worse than that, um, in certain cases, children are having healthy bodily tissue removed, like breasts, penises, testicles, who knows what else. But friends, the dark and truly disgusting part about all of this is that it's not stopping at transgenderism. I'm sure that many of you know, if not all of you, know that thanks to King of the Rhinos and the Uniparty, Willard Mitt Romney and his two two rhino sidekicks, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska and Susan Collins of Maine, Biden's black diversity hire, Kintaji Brown-Jackson, is now regrettably going to be sitting in the Supreme Court, taking over for retired Justice Stephen Breyer. Now, what makes Jackson, Kintaji Brown-Jackson dangerous isn't just that she's a diversity hire, which isn't great. It isn't just that she supports CRT. That's another big red flag, though. But it's her lenience to pedophiles. And... The transgender movement is everywhere. The pedophile movement, thankfully, hasn't taken place yet. But if if you dig around, you'll see many Democrats that have been been arrested recently for sexual acts with a child. In California, there was there was a gay a gay state House congressman who tried to make it legal to have have sex with a minor. These things are coming. Regrettably. But back to Jackson. Jackson, for whatever reason, 
has been extremely lenient on child sex crimes. Even in a case, even in cases involving the most horrific of crimes that someone could commit, and that's the rape and torture of toddlers and young children. It's in the New York Post. Look it up. It, it made me almost vomit when I read it. Now, something to know about this horrific Judge Jackson. As we may have mentioned before, sister-in-law of famed neocon, former Speaker of the House, Paul Ryan, but was also the judge who sentenced the Pizzagate shooter. Now, is that a mere coincidence? I honestly don't know. But with these people's track records, would it would really surprise you, my friends, if, if Judge Jackson was a plant to allow more pedophilia and absolutely disgusting behavior to make it more mainstream, to make it, to make it more normal in their sick worlds. Now, we know all about Podesta and Obama and those, those Clinton mucky mucks adventures with hot dogs and pizza and walnut sauce. So it's a very chilling coincidence. And I'm not going to go into the full pizza gig thing right now. It's 100% legitimate. And like I promised you guys in the last episode, if we hit 10,000 views, that will be the 10,000 view special. A full analysis of Pizzagate. All the figures, all the places, decoding all of the food items into the actual disgusting things that they truly represented. So keep watching, friends. Keep, keep, keep watching the show. Keep listening. Keep sharing to your friends. And you'll get that the king of the bombshells of an episode about Pizzagate. But back to Judge Jackson. It's a scary coincidence. That may not even be a coincidence. Is Judge Jackson a proverbial leftist olive branch? to normalize their disgusting behavior. The fact that the possibility exists is something, something, friends, that should chill each and every one of you to the bone. The fact that this, this ape could be put onto the highest court in the land hurts my heart and hurts my soul. Friends, The pinnacle of justice in the United States, if not the world, is being filled with a CRT, pedophile-lenient, black activist judge. Our English language is being raised and mutilated to appease a mentally ill 0.3% of our population. Our children's locker rooms 
are being filled with with children of the wrong gender, making them uncomfortable. And in some cases, like Virginia, about six months ago, raped. Women's sports is being erased by biological men. Women, the identity of women is under attack. With, with nonsense terms such as birthing people and woman with an X and all of this ridiculousness. And friends, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. These people have gone too far. And now, with the pedophilia, it's enough. So friends, here's what I, what I recommend you should do. Stay armed. It's always good to be armed. It's always good to have ammo. Because you never know when the fight's going to come to you. Now, I'm not saying to do anything. I'm not. That's not in my nature. But it's always good to be prepared. Take your kids out of school. If you have young children, it's a necessity. If they're old enough and they're in a Catholic school or a religious school, and you trust the school enough, keep them there, but keep a close eye. Don't give these transgender weirdos and freaks the time of day. If you happen to meet one, don't affirm their gender. If it's a man, you call him a man. If it's a woman, you call him a woman. These mentally ill freaks do not deserve our compassion when they are erasing and destroying our society. So treat them the way that they would be treated 150 years ago. Like freaks in P.T. Barnum's circus cage. And maybe this is a little cruel, but I don't care, friends. Because if you look at it, this is the easiest possible way for your George Soros types, your Klaus Schwab types, your Bill Gates types, your far left billionaires who want, who want to destroy this country. Globalists don't even need to work hard because these people are doing it for them. They don't have to import 100,000 Muslim migrants into a European country to commit rapes and destroy the native culture. They don't need to open, open any borders because the, the, these freaks... Do it for them. So all they have to do is give money to an LGBTQX, whatever whatever this phrase is now. All, all they have to do is just give it to the organization and watch the carnage happen. But I'm not about any carnage anymore, friends. It's time we stop playing defense. Because, you know, I know what they say in the NFL, that defense wins championships, but not, not in this Too long the GOP has just been just a little speed bump. No more. Ron DeSantis, I appreciate what he's doing, but but that's that's only the first start. The the K-3 transgender and gender identity ban. We need more. These people cannot feel welcome. These people cannot feel like they could dictate Our language, our culture, our women's sports, children's safe spaces, because enough is enough.
Make them want to stay in the house. This isn't like the Civil Rights Act of 60 or 70 years ago. This is delusion. This is mental illness. And friends, I want each and every one of you to do your part to stop this. Because the slippery slope is proven to be quite slippery. And it's leading us down a dark, dark, dark path where children will be in even worse shape than they are now. So friends, fight for your kids, fight for your communities, and fight for your culture. I know for me, I don't care about who I offend anymore. Because we have a country to save. And if, the, and if more of us stand up to defend logic and reality, we might be able to hold them off. So friends, it's like I always say, keep your head held up high, protect your kids, protect our language, protect, protect your community. And at the end of the day, if, I, if me saying this ever needed to be said, I'm going to say it now. My friends, don't let the globalists win. Thank you. Thank you.